All right, we're back. Uh, episode 22 of the Balcony Chatter podcast. We got a little crazy after the 21st, hey, yes, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're back on track now. Uh, we actually kind of, every day when, when Tim and I talk, we're hoping that we get some more information about some of these leagues. And, um, you know, it's not really, we've been trying to push off our episode until we got an idea or until we got a definitive answer on whether or not or who the two um, hub cities were going to be for the NHL. Right, which we and, were told we thought we'd have on Tuesday. Right. And then it, if it wasn't Tuesday, it was Wednesday, and then it was suddenly Thursday, and then Friday, like, everyone's off for the holiday already, and it's clearly we don't have any of that. Right. So, unfortunately, I wish that I could tell you guys where that was going to be, but as of right now, the the latest that we know or that we think that it's going to be is Edmonton and Toronto. Honestly, G- Toronto, sketch. First of all, Canada, smartest thing you can do. Probably, yeah. They're clearly thriving in comparison to how we're handling it. Yeah. Secondly, uh, it- Toronto, a little bit difficult. Pretty packed, pretty populated city. Edmonton, genius idea. Very. Why not I- do I Edmonton agree. and Winnipeg? Well, Edmonton is going to be host, apparently, to the finals and all that kind of stuff, or the, the conference finals and everything, if it gets to that point. Um, so Toronto's the starting point? Well, Toronto, well, they're going to do two different hubs, one for east, one for west, but Got when it. they get to the conference finals, it'll be done in Edmonton, I guess, okay. or whatever. But right. hot, hot take, I don't actually believe that any of this is going to happen. So mm-hmm. unless you have any other information... Um, no, listen, I mean, we we can talk about that briefly or, I mean, I guess in depth because it'll keep coming up. We're, we're both we're both in that camp. Um, I think the <laughs> the more uh, entertaining way for me to look at it is just uh, not when, but how it's all going to implode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I speak that for not just hockey, not just basketball, not just baseball. All of the major sports in America are going to implode, with the exception of golf. And, by the way, gambled on golf for the first time this weekend. Pick the right guy. Pick the winner. I'm one for one. Hell yeah. Um, so, I, I think across the board, all of these are going to uh, crumble. Uh, I just think they're going to do it in various ways that are almost sadder, and I don't think any of them are going to wave a surrender flag before they try to have at least one game i think right. it's going to fall apart after the fact and like that's almost even more it's definitely more interesting but it's going to be more upsetting i'm trying to like let go of the seasons you know like each yeah. of them like i'm, I'm yeah, just trying to let go of like i've definitely let go of pasta's streak yep and just they're like, really dragging this out yeah hey uh bit of bit of positive news uh, as far as Brad Stevens knows, not a single Celtics player has it. We know Marcus Smart already had it, right? But not a currently. single player currently has it since testing has begun. That's fantastic. That's great. Yeah, and that's great. And Kemba's attitude about the bubble and like it's I, I I try to get more motivated when I see people like that. When I see Kemba being like, he's like, I'm a <laughs> what was it? Did you see his quote? It was like, I'm a single guy. Like, what the hell am I doing? Like, I, all I want to do is focus and win this championship or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like. That's kind of like what we were talking about last episode when I was just like, it's like a going to war mentality type deal. And it's nice to have 
your star be like that. But guess what? Not everyone's going to be like that. And, uh, yeah, the NBA bubble, I think, has a lot more question marks than the NHL. Uh, but the NHL isn't that close. Bob McKenzie just tweeted out within the hour, uh, recording this on Sunday night, uh, with a bunch of parameters for the Phase 3-4. Um, team's got to submit all their players by January 7th. Or, no, so every everybody every every player is entitled is entitled to drop out um, right. and not want to play not want to participate with no penalty they'll still get their full contract and everything like that there's no penalty that's completely their choice if they want to opt out they must do write a letter to their team so it's got to be like in print <laughs> which okay. is so interesting like an email doesn't work um, that they they do not want to participate by 5 p.m. eastern time on July 7th and then the teams have to submit their 30-player rosters with unlimited goalies, which is my favorite part. Like, who's going to even have more than three uh, to the NHL on July 9th? That's such a weird concept to me. Like, just you're essentially, like, sending them a – like, a I don't even know. If you're, if you're on, like, a final year of a contract or, or whatever, you're sending a breakup note to that team. Because if you don't show up, they're, they're not re-signing you. You're gone. You know what I mean? Like, right. Unless you have like a very it, legitimate reasoning, like a like right. maybe a family member, whatever. Insert. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Well, the, you're so, right though. Like, there, it it is like people are like, yeah, of course, you know, everyone like at your own comfortability. It's the same way yeah. everyone's socializing in these times. Like, oh, well, you want to hang out? I, you feel comfortable doing it? It's like, no, oh, play if you want to. But like, yeah, they're they're going to be judged uh, by yeah. their teams. I think, yeah, a hundred percent couple things that i noticed you know just while watching the whatever is going on with all of these sports you know like david price already backed out of the mlb season right uh, we don't do a lot of baseball talk but i mean i think it's something that you might start seeing a lot more players maybe from all sports deciding that you know one guy did it already and now you see some dominoes fall where um n- not everybody is going to feel as bad about not coming to the game or not playing for their team and stuff because they're more more worried about being safe, and they see that a guy like David Price, um, who you know, we have our opinions about David Price, but I mean he is a big player in the in Major League Baseball, so he he's not just some backup to the backup. He's an actual starter and all that. So you might start seeing some people in all of sports kind of changing their tune on a, on some of this stuff. I mean, I did see that. Also, also, baseball is a, like a, with a baseball player doing it. Like baseball is definitely, especially if you're a pitcher. Like you, you never necessarily have to. You can social distance an entire game yeah. as a pitcher. Yep. You could wear a mask the entire time. But then you also have you have people like uh, Gordon Hayward who's talking about I will play, but as soon as my wife has a kid, I'm out. Yeah, and, uh, and it's hard to feel any type of way about that. Um, yeah. Just, and people like have he, different it's, opinions. It's smart of him to call it out in advance now, rather than deal with whatever, whatever reality that's going to be. If, say the season does happen. Well, to be honest, I hope that we are playing at that point anyway, because it would mean that we've gotten fairly far in the playoffs. Yeah, if it were to happen. Yeah. Hey, we have a surplus of wins of wings, and I think we can do it without them. Um, it would hurt though. Being a father. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's no world but, where it wouldn't, and it would. It would. It would. It would make us have to run more because Brad. You got to imagine Brad's going to trim his rotations down, but also Brad Stevens is the king of not figuring out his 
favorite lineups in the regular season and trying new ones in the playoffs. So who knows? Um, Not to mention, I mean, this is all the way I look at this season, whether, you know, if it does end up happening is this is just extra for me. You know, like I kind of wrote this season off two months ago and if they play it, they play it. If we win it, we win it. That's great. Obviously, I want us to win. But this season kind of just seems like a little bit of extra for me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, circling back to the David Price thing, you want to you wanna hear the masochistic thought that I had in regards to him? Of course. I was like, so does this potentially tank the Mookie trade? <laughs> well, I was. It's funny you say that because it made me feel like we kind of won that trade. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean, I listen. David Price ne- never was never well liked in Boston. Uh, he helped us win a World Series, and no one will give him credit for that. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, never, never liked him. I, I did. I didn't have as big of a problem with David Price. Um, and you know, ultimately, I just, you know huge blow to the Dodgers you know like like they don't care like that that doesn't matter to them like they got a 24 million dollar pitcher because they had to take on his 24 million dollars in order yeah, it, to get Mookie it, it really doesn't matter I mean they're gonna go to the World Series again they're gonna lose again and it's gonna be fine yeah it won't be the Red Sox though um no uh speaking of which but talking about the other sports that we don't talk about I think there is something we should just acknowledge and sure. it, and it's that New England has a football team again they do. Yeah. They. I didn't okay. realize it, and, and uh, I. I didn't. I didn't. I thought like it was over. I thought we got rid of the team, and then they. They found this dude. He's only thirty years old. He's a. You know. He's a beat down thirty, but he's. He feels wrong. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Cam Newton, New England Patriots. Cam Newton. Man, I am hyped. I am I'm hyped glad that on you that. Bring this up. I love. Uh, I love it. I. Th- it's. I think. It, first of all, regardless of how you feel about Cam Newton. There's no world where you cannot acknowledge, and I'm saying this across the boards if you are a Patriots fan, and not. You can never, like, there's no one who could ever talk me out of that is that is not taking advantage of the best move available on the board. So seeing as there's not a lot of sports news, I say that we just let this episode be what it is, and we talk about whatever we want to talk about for sports right yeah. now. I mean, and the I best Celtic a, shit I could I, tell you is that they're all not COVID. They're all COVID <laughs> negative. That's all I got, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but I, I totally agree with you. I mean, this, this move is, it is a win-win situation. There is no loss in this, in this situation. And the reason I say that is because they're paying him nothing. Nothing. He's basically almost all incentive based. Incentive based and any incentives he does accomplish don't hit until next year's salary cap. And he wants to prove himself. He knows that the Patriots want to prove themselves. Like, he knows that Belichick wants to do it without Brady. I mean, this could be a very good thing for us. Someone someone Patriots asked fans. me, what do, you, what do you think the odds are that he starts? I think the odds are it's not a goddamn conversation. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I say that I would tend to agree with you. But I I hope that they give it a fair shot with him and Stidham. Yeah, well, um, I just... I, I, I think that he'll win the he'll win the uh, yeah the spot no matter what. But I think that friendly competition goes a long way with, um, especially if if 
Jason Statham is your future, dude. Yeah, if Jason you know Statham is your future, then if he's yeah. your future quarterback down the road, yeah. then you don't want the guys in the locker room to be like, oh, well, you just brushed him off for some other guy who is established. Yeah, you want him to at least get a shot. You got Hobbs. You want you want at least Shaw. Exactly, dude. You know, let him crank uh, <laughs> some some touchdowns. <laughs> sorry, sorry, so sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, it's just like I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't see a world where that happens. But also, it's just like I hope you're right. No, but listen. Yeah, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm way wrong. Um, but also, it's just like it's they're they're two just even fundamentally completely different style quarterbacks outside of Cam being a runner. Like it's just which we've never seen. <laughs> which we've never seen in a Patriots uniform ever. And um, I don't know. I, I think Cam, Cam, his workout videos look insane. He's been at UCLA working working out with Sanu, who I don't even know if he Sanu is still a Patriot. I don't know if we still have. Oh, that's then that's sick. He was working out <laughs> with OBJ, which I love because it's just like you know, you know, when the best work out with the best, it's only great. You know, um, yep. I I just I don't know. I think it's so fascinating, and you look at Tom Brady, who is like kind of laughably has an insane amount of rushing yards as a Patriot because of the system. And, like, I could just see Belichick, like, showing Newton's arm off and making him a pocket passer and then halfway through the season just cracking him open and he's just burning people. Like, I don't know. There's just it, – it, it's like a whole new weapon arsenal for for Belichick, like, in terms of what he can physically do for so- you. Interesting thing that I actually heard. I, I really don't listen to sports talk radio much anymore because I just can't bear the it, the the people that we have, Felger and Maz. Um, and at this point, Toucher and Rich, mostly Toucher, but they've become unbearable to me and I just yeah. can't bother listening to them. So Yeah. The best part of Toucher and Rich is when they kind of don't touch on sports. Well, and that's I think that's why I like Rich because he knows some sports. and I mean, they both know sports. Rich but doesn't pretend don't like he's anything. It, Exactly. And not that so, Toucher does, but like Toucher definitely think he doesn't pretend, but Toucher thinks he's a he's a very deserving sports sports talking head. It's like yeah. it's like gone to his head in a weird way. Totally. But what I did hear was that they are cutting out two of the preseason games. So that means instead of four, I think, then there's now only two. Right. Which what, puts which an interesting was that just for COVID or was isn't that something they were talking about doing anyway? I think it's for COVID, but okay. it could be. It okay. could be permanent. I don't know. But the the reason that I bring this up is because since we're talking Patriots, it's like if you are going to have a quarterback, you know, competition for that starting job, you run uh, – you lose a lot of, you know, seeing who does what during the preseason with just having two games instead of four. Yeah. And then it also leads me to believe that maybe, you know, they don't play – Cam Newton's uh, too much, and then first thing at the beginning of the season, he gets the start, and people don't really know what to expect. I mean, the guy played two games last year, and I don't even know if he played the year before that. or, or You know, he hasn't played a lot of games recently. So it's going to be interesting to see how they use him and how well he does in the system. I mean, he has good receivers, which, you know, people are claiming that we have the, wor- the worst receiving core in the NFL right now. Um, I think that's a hot take. I think it's a hot take too, but I'm not going to say we'll we're fantastic, but it's no, but it's I think better everyone than I, has something better to than prove. I remembered. Yeah, 
And also, let's see if like kind of a couple of these young guys can kind of finally find their way, find their footing. That's the thing too. We got a bunch of wild cards that we don't know anything about, or we don't. They're supposed to be better than they are, and who knows? I mean, it's a whole new year, and everybody on this team has something to prove at this point. Now, now they have also to prove that just because Tom Brady's not here, that doesn't mean we're the worst team in the in the East or the AFC. You know, it's, it's. I mean, this move, I believe, according to Vegas, immediately made us not a favorite for the title, but a like a top three. Immediately. I mean, if he's healthy, why wouldn't we? Yeah. You know, why wouldn't we be? Right. He's it's just he's all going to depend on how he works. Off. Yeah. He hasn't played football in a long, long, long time. Yeah. But he's been working yeah. at it, and he looks like a freak in the gym. Just an absolute monster man, and he—it's like hype. It's like motivational hype videos. It's they. It's like they doubted me. He That's thought he I was going to finish think... his career in Carolina. Yeah. He's he's personally offended, and he gets he to they trot out with Bill me. Belichick. Yeah, they quit on me. They gave up on me, and he gets to trot out with Bill Belichick and get his revenge. That's I a think scary that... thing. This man is a former MVP who pulled wins out of his goddamn ass. With Ron, like friggin' what Riverboat Ron, just ready to tank every left and right like ounce of success. He became an MVP with Christian McCaffrey as his leading receiver. The man has done so much more with less already. It's just like we know Cam Cam Newton is an MVP under a coach that technically didn't even really fit him. It could be scary. Like the, well, the up I mean. end of that, I, I like think the ceiling, I think, is a lot higher than people recognize. The ceiling totally. is insane. I think that wanting to prove yourself and having, um, you know, people doubting you goes a long way for for players and coaches. I mean, right? I think that Edelman wants to prove himself this year. Absolutely, if him and Edelman can get on a good track or something. You know, I think it could go a long. And long you see way Edelman on the internet already; he's all over it. Yeah, he's just like. Let's go. Like, this is my, like, we're going to tear shit up. Like, this is, this is Edelman's, like, Edelman can, <laughs> this is Edelman's rebound chick. Edelman there can get go. over this Brady shit. Like, I, I don't think Edelman's really said anything. Like, he's like, the last we heard from him was like, good luck, brother. Love you to death. Obviously, probably butt hurt and maybe talking to his agent about a way that he could somehow get to Tampa. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I wouldn't yeah. put it past him and I wouldn't fault him for it. Like, they, I, I get it. But now he's hyped, and this is different for them, dude. The plays they could run together, just oh. And he's he's another one where they doubt him because they think that he's only good because of Brady. To be honest with you, Edelman has done a lot to make Brady look good in the past. You know, like oh, I'm not kidding? saying Brady. The Brady catch is, is the goat, man. The catch. But, oh yeah. man. Yeah, there's, he, he is. There's it's a undeniably he's he, the goat, but there's a, right. like. If, didn't Edel- Edelman was MVP that, for one of the Super Bowls, wasn't he? That's what I, that's what I was just yeah. gonna say. There's a reason he won MVP. I, I actually, as I look to my left, and I actually have this. Uh, you know how they they did the documentary on him, right? Yep. So my buddy actually directed that that I went to Emerson with. Really? And uh, my, he he had a bunch of my. They shot some of it out here in LA for some of the interviews. And uh, here, actually, hold on. And, uh, so he had my friend Skylar. Shout out to Skylar Wilson. Uh, she was like uh, working on. She was just like doing B roll for it one day, and she asked Edelman to sign something for me. And he he wrote, "Tim, tough times don't last. Tough people do." And then he signed it. And my favorite part is, then he wrote his credits 
three-time Super Bowl champ, 48, 51, 53, and then LII MVP. And I was like, you're a lead, like this is, I honestly, I I hate that I'm actually physically holding it. I should, I should, this should be in, this should be in a frame. But uh, yeah, shout out to Julian Edelman. And I I appreciate the note. This is one of of the coolest things I've ever got. And obviously to Skylar as well. The fact that, the fact that people also, you know, they don't think that he's a Hall of Famer or he could be in the Hall of Fame. Um, He has, he has done a lot in his career and it's not even just about yards and all that kind of stuff it's about these big plays that he's made and these big situations that he's been in and he's shined in you know like yeah. he and lest regardless we forget of, he was drafted as a motherfucking quarterback uh, dude the he was regardless a quarterback of whether in college. or not if he doesn't go to the hall of fame he's still a he's a legend for new england is doug like, flutie in the hall of fame Dude, don't talk bad about Doug. I'm Flutie. not saying anything bad about Doug Flutie. <laughs> I'm just like, come on. I yeah no I I mean I know man but I don't know I think that we have a lot to prove this year a lot like that people are doubting us for sure not that we've you know we're not the, half the players on this team aren't new to um getting a hard time from everyone else around the league, every fan for every other team. They want to see us fail, and I think that that's what's going to make them do better than we expect this year, I hope. Yeah. I do, too. I mean, again, (laughs) uh, thanks for following us down the rabbit hole of uh, we actually don't think this is going to happen. But uh, but all that aside, I want to ask, are you with me in the sense that more than anything in the world, you want a Bucks patriots Super Bowl? I don't. I really don't want. You don't that. want to see it, okay? Because I, I figured there. I feel like there's a good fifty-fifty with that. People well, okay. who want it and people who don't. Here's and my I'm thing. sorry, but I'm I'm butthurt about Tom, who didn't even get an offer from the Patriots and obviously left to have a better like career where like he can end his career with actual weapons. Whereas, yeah, we are trotting out dog shit for him. Uh, that th- that scenario happening is a win-win for me, because if we win. It's great. If we lose, Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl. He's still the GOAT. I still saw him win another one and go to 10. Let's be real here. Like, that's just unheard of. But you you think you don't listen to 98.5 The Sports Hub right now? (laughs) Wait until Belichick loses to Brady in the Super Bowl and tell me how often you turn Felger on. I would never turn that on. My ears would bleed. From yep. the, from the from the updates, they wouldn't even get into it. They would read the updates, and my ears would just start pouring blood. I love how we're talking about this like like it's. Uh, I mean, it is it is a possibility, but I just all, feel like it's all it's all possible. Yeah, I just can't see any of this stuff actually happening. I mean, unless you're Dana White in a supervillain and you can like buy your own island to do this stuff on, I don't see how it's possible. <sighs> yeah. That's what we got now, dude. We got golf, UFC, and uh, oh, soccer. I do have something we can talk about, actually. I'd like to get your take on this. Sure. So did you see the draft lottery for the NHL? No. Totally missed So this. basically, they pick all the, all the draft picks, blah, 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 and then they get to the final, or they get to the number one pick overall. And the number one pick overall is going to a mystery team. Seattle. No, it is going to one team that will be chosen after the f- the play-in round of the playoffs happens. 
So whoever, one of the three, what is this? A goddamn sweepstakes? Yeah, whichever, whoever loses, then gets put into another like lottery, and they pick from those three or four teams, and that team gets the number one overall pick. So there is a situation where Toronto, Montreal, Pittsburgh, Edmonton, somebody could get that first round pick. That first overall pick. You can't see it and you can't hear it, but I just rolled the shit out of my eyes, dude. What the hell? Can you imagine Edmonton getting another overall first overall? This is the most overt get get your best franchises good again tactic shit I've ever heard. Like yeah, like Pittsburgh getting that first overall. Montreal, Toronto, Toronto. Any any original six, Pittsburgh. Blackhawks yep. could be in there probably. It's just uh well, it, we can't get it because we get that first round buy, I guess, if you want to call it that. Right. Yeah. No, we have we have no way. We can't get eliminated fast enough to be in contention for it. <laughs> so, so like, best case scenario, it goes to a team that is in the West, in my opinion, because we don't need Toronto or somebody else getting another stud. Yeah. Although I don't think that they can Toronto can't afford it. They just can't. They can afford it for the year the couple of years for the entry level contract, but well, what's what's an entry level these days? It's four still, right? Can't they do four? It's I yeah, NBA I th- it's like four, five maybe. I think it depends. I mean, obviously these guys have to get an agent and then their agent decides that, hey, you're the number one overall pick. Don't take a four year entry level contract yeah. because in two years you're gonna get paid. Right. I just so, I guess in the NBA they kind of you're more forced to you don't really have a choice, like that's why some of these stars it's like sad when they fizzle out, be, like or they get injured and they ruin it because they they don't even get their big contract. Whereas like you know you can argue right now Zion should be paid twenty million dollars at least starting next season for sure. You know? He looks like a beast right now training. He oh my gosh yeah he looks like he's ready. Oh he's hungry man he was just like. He, he was sidelined for so long, and there was so much hype. And, the, like, the poor guy, like, the tough part about being rolled out this way, as he was, and I guess Ben Simmons kind of the same thing, is just it's just that much longer that you got to hear the whole, well, he could be a bust. He could be a total bust. And it's just like well, you just want to shut up the people so bad. And then he finally got out there, shut everyone up, and now he just wants to keep going and keep going and keep going and, like, He's he's like I don't know, he, yeah. Zion, Zion I think is is like just like he j- just as it came just as advertised. He's the greatest talent we've seen since LeBron entered the league. He, I gotta be honest. I mean, aside from the Celtics, obviously, I'm really excited to be able to see some of these star players at full health. You know, like no lingering issues in in all in all sports really. But um, you know, like it's gonna be great to see some of these big number one players really healthy and really showing what they're capable of, even though we know what they're capable of, but maybe not at a hundred percent health. Right. Yeah. My, uh, <laughs> I want to sh- give a quick shout out to my friend, uh, and my biggest Nets fan, uh, that I know Jack Herzog, a friend of my trashing things pod. He's been on a bunch of time, talk, talk basketball a bunch. Uh, he's, <laughs> he'd hate that if I said this, but he's a Nets fan. So again, he probably won't listen. Uh, he had this whole thing where, like, all year, or this time last year, like, we just passed the anniversary for, like, the NBA being turned into what it is now. Kawhi signing, Paul George trade, uh, you know, Durant, Kyrie. And so he's going, 
Durant's going to get healthy by the time and by like March, and then we're going to playoff run, and they're just going to go in. And he held that idea until Durant said, "I'm done for the season," and then COVID happened, and he held it again until Durant once again said, "I'm not coming back, even if the season comes back." <laughs> and he just <laughs> had it in his head that Kyrie and Durant are going to trot out there without having done a practice together. And just gonna win the championship, and uh, and I I I bring Can this up to say him? no, I can't because like being guess a Nets what? fan, you have to hold on to like hope, right, or or anything. Well, yeah, but also just like you're just like kind of like getting the carriage ahead of the horse a little bit because it's just like I mean, yeah, dude, this this time right now, you like yeah, the playoff should be over. And if people are talking about next next season, they're talking about the Nets as like a top two team in the East and a, and a title, like a, one of the title contenders. You know, like when they are healthy, they're they're set. But he's not even going to get to watch the team that that he watched this year. Kyrie's not going to go back. DeAndre Jordan just tested positive coronavirus. He says I'm not going back. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie says he's oh there she is, my girl. Spencer Dinwiddie, the same thing. So he's going to have to watch like a G League version of his team get absolutely slaughtered as a seven seed. And that's also, here's another thing that we can kind of, bringing it back home, that is all the more reason that if any of this happens, the Celtics need to gun hard and win these eight games to get into the second seed. It is very attainable, and that Nets team is a damn joke. Like, it's literally going to be playing a G League team. That is a automatic sweep in the first round. Win, win as many of these eight games as possible and get that seed if you can. So if that happens, right, so say a lot of these, say some of these teams have players that end up getting, uh, and and then they, they we could go into the their... Bob McKenzie hockey answer for that. Um, but I, I, don't, <laughs> well, I don't know the NBA one as well, but yeah, as you were saying. Well, so say that a bunch of these teams end up going and having to have a bunch of lower, uh, talent players play throughout some of these games and then you just sweep your way to the finals and then you get to the finals and you sweep that too everyone that's watching this is going to be like well that's because x y and z i mean we're talking again we're getting into the asterisk thing where you get to the finals because some so many teams were depleted because their their practice facilities got shut down and they were only allowed to use so many players because x amount of players were sick and then you know, do we start talking again about putting that mark on the season? Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, I just think that's how. Like, like, you know, I was at the beginning of at the beginning of all this. I'm I'm standing on my soapbox and I'm saying, well, what's the difference of expansion seasons or like all like how do you not like like how can you put an asterisk like all these years like 90 like they say 99 deserve the asterisk because it was the shortened year cuz the lockout and like th- there's the hockey lockout season i feel like you don't even hear that as much that the whoever was it, i, I want to say the penguins won that year or something i don't know but like 2013 that was chicago oh, beating the bruins right, in the right, playoffs right. thank they, you very but, much okay that but sucks. no one says asterisk there i always forget no. that that was that same year cuz the playoffs were just so fun and it, it felt like a whole season you put your whole like life into that playoff run yep um but yeah this is like no, across the board this is the it's the and 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 that's the other thing in, in, in the nba everyone loves to call it out everyone wants to delegit like delegitimize your titles i i'm guilty of it with lakers fans 
I, I call out the Minnesota years. I'm like, all right, yeah, but don't act like L.A. did it the whole time. You won a handful of them in minute, like Milwaukee, yeah, Minneapolis or whatever. Like, I don't know. It just, like, as much as I was trying to fight for this not being asterisk here, it's just like it clearly is going to, even if everything stays healthy, it's just so different. Don't get me wrong. I'll take the championship. Oh, yeah. oh gladly. Gladly. Yeah. But I also but- won't be quick to be like, well, but also oh, it's just we like we were the best team. Like right. we should. Yeah. It's just like I want to just separate it from the season almost. You well, know, that's why I say especially this is all like, kind of extra to me. Right. So, but if the same people don't start dropping and it stays balanced, it's technically more impressive that you pulled this off. You you let everyone get healthy, and it's pretty right. much a level playing field regardless of of standings and 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 uh, good lord record. You know. Um, like, they're, they, like, that shit, like, doesn't seem to even matter. And it's just, like, everyone's at a level playing field at this point. And, like, if you still hold off and are the best team, I think that says something. And if an eight seed wins this year, I think that also says just as much of everything. You know, it's just, like, I don't know. It's impressive. And it's, yes, it's not the same. But it's just, like, you, you can put an asterisk. You can say it's not normal. But it's, just like, whoever wins, whatever, it's going to be impressive. Yeah, for sure. Um, no one has a I clear know, advantage. Man. No, at this point, no. Especially because, again, we don't even know if it's going to happen. Right, yeah. But, I don't know, I guess we'll just uh, continue to play it by ear and hope that we have more information as as this goes along. And I know we say this every week, and it kind of sounds like a broken record, but, I mean, there's only so much that we can report on if there isn't really any news. So Yeah. Um, Hope you guys are as happy about Cam Newton as the ten minutes we spent on him were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was more like twenty, but yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. I was, you know, whatever. Maybe they felt it was ten. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, man. Well, let's let's see what we got over the next week or so, oh, and then we'll. I'd love to be able to talk on Tuesday. It'd be great yeah. if some shit just started happening, man. I mean, as soon as we get more info, we'll definitely be talking about it. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll hop on stream this week. It's been a minute for that yeah. too. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm totally down to do that, and um, we'll make sure that we post up the link and post everything on Instagram and do all that. Um, Hell yeah. Get some games in. Hey, get some stickers. We got new shirts, Celtics colors this time. Yep. They're high quality. Andrew sent me mine out here. I got some other people wearing them. It's good stuff. We got hats on the way couple of yeah, hats we, do. we should make a giveaway with that um or something i don't know i'm stoked yeah yeah we'll for a lack of anything updated. going on we're we're trying guys we're doing we're doing our damnedest and uh i know we're just right there with all of you guys it's just it's it's weird it's just so yep. weird but i don't know if, if none of this happens we're gonna find something to talk about <laughs> you know so hey also shout out real quick since we always we're always signing off with stretch over here Stretch put out a new song. Yeah, and video. And it rips. It rips, dude. So boys are definitely check them out. Catching them um, early. They're uh, the APs. APs. They're they're an AP already. That's awesome. You got Alt Press. They got uh. They're on like a. Their Spotify playlist and like their their photo was like the Discover thing for it. They're they're yeah. climbing. There's a shot. There's a shot. They can be a little band that. If concerts ever happen again, <laughs> we'll come to a city totally. near you. But uh, so if you if you haven't if you haven't listened to anything other than the twelve or fifteen seconds that we play of stretched every episode, 
definitely go check them out. Um, we love them for sure. Absolutely. The guys, friends of the pod. One time we'll have them on, and it'll it'll be very interesting because they I don't, I don't think they they definitely don't know Boston sports, but I don't know that they know much of basketball or hockey, period. I mean, I would love that anyway. Yeah, it'll be fun. I like I like talking about sports with people who don't know much about sports either. Yeah. Uh, so Brent won't know anything. Justin might. Justin may know something. So we'll see. We'll have, yeah. We'll have Justin and Brent on, and that'd be a, that'd be a fun little thing to do. I can I can have them all in here, and we'll we can all hop on with you. That would be awesome. So, a distance recording we could do it in the yard, far away. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, all right, man. Well, it was good. It was good. Good catching up on absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll do it same time next week. Yeah, maybe sooner, maybe later. Hopefully sooner. Hopefully sooner, man. All right, brother. All right, buddy. All right, take care.